Hey there, and welcome to another Health Essentials Podcast. I'm John Horton, your host. When you think of what a heart attack might feel like, most people imagine a crushing pressure on their chest. It's a classic sign of the dangerous condition, but it's not what most people typically experience. Heart attack symptoms are usually far less subtle and can even be confused with minor health issues. So what might indicate that you're having a heart attack? We're going to find out today from cardiologist Leslie Cho. Dr. Cho is one of the many experts at Cleveland Clinic who visit our podcast every week to share their medical wisdom. Now let's learn the heart attack warning signs that deserve your attention. It's information that could be life-saving for you or for someone you love. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Cho. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, so so today we're talking about uh, heart attacks, which is, I guess, a a pretty scary medical situation that's even more terrifying uh, when you realize how often it happens. Uh, I saw a statistic that noted a heart attack happens every 40 seconds in the United States. Uh, That's that's a pretty startling fact. Yeah, it is very scary. And I think you know, um, knowledge is power. So today we're going to be talking about some of the symptoms so people can understand what that what they are and then be proactive. Well, you're exactly right. That, that, that's, that's why we have you here. So uh, but before we get to the warning signs, uh, let's kind of build a, a knowledge foundation uh, for everyone listening with just kind of a basic explanation as to what a heart attack is, uh, what causes it, and, uh, and the possible outcomes. So heart attack is when a coronary artery becomes completely blocked off. And usually this happens when a soft plaque or a soft cholesterol plaque breaks off and then lodges in the coronary artery. And then you have all these sort of clotting factors that are recruited and the artery becomes completely closed. One of the, one of the things we've learned in the recent era is that opening up the artery as quickly as we can, save people's lives. People actually live longer. They have less heart attack if we're, if we're able to go in there and quickly open it up. And so that's why it's so important for people to come to the emergency room, get medical attention as soon as they experience the symptoms. Because within the first two hours, of uh, you know having the chest pain and having a heart attack, if you can come into the emergency room, that dramatically improves your survival rate. Well, and that's the thing we are talking about survival rates because heart attacks, I mean, can 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 be very deadly, right? Absolutely, and you know, the heart attack is most for most people. You know, they think that oh my gosh, if I have a heart attack, I'm going to die. But that's actually not true. In the modern era, people survive, but depending on how quickly you present to the hospital or to the medical personnel, you know, depends, your heart actually depends on how fast you get seen because time is muscle. One of the things that we always want to prevent is that we want you to never to have a heart attack and controlling risk factors like blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, not smoking like those things dramatically decrease your risk of having a heart attack. Well, and, and clearly nobody wants one. Um, now, now, as we talk about a heart attack and you think of it as such a, a, a serious thing and it's, it seems so, so, so massive, it's hard to believe that people have heart attacks 
and it can be overlooked. So, I mean, what are the kind of those those simple symptoms that can come with a heart attack? So most patients, whether you're a man or a woman, they complain of chest pressure or chest tightness. Most people will say like 70% of people will say they feel like somebody's just sitting on their chest. It feels very oppressive. They feel like they feel this sort of doomed feeling something horrible is happening. Some people sweat, they get, you know, very sweaty, like this cold sweat. Some people will say they feel like they have pain radiating up to their left jaw or down their left arm. Um, Other people, they complain of just nausea. Some people are extremely nauseous. Some people become very, very short of breath. I've heard people describe it as a backache, you know, as like a, a very unusual, but but just very steady backache that just felt sort of relentless. Um, you know, there are patients who have atypical symptoms, like women are more likely to have atypical symptoms. Sometimes they have just severe fatigue as one of their symptoms. But there are also people who don't have any symptoms, and those are diabetics. Um, diabetics have what we call silent ischemias. They're more likely to have silent ischemia. And so it's very important when to be attuned to our body. And if there's something going on, we don't want you to be Dr. Google. We want you to go to your physician or go to the emergency room and be seen. That's really important. Obviously, we don't want you to cry wolf every time you feel a chest pain. But what we're talking about is sort of this extreme feeling, this sort of extreme fatigue or shortness of breath or chest pressure, chest tightness, nausea. Now, do you find, do a lot of people just kind of explain away those sort of symptoms? Like I I saw where um, it can feel very much like, like, bad heartburn or acid reflux and, and people just go, oh, that's, it was just, it was my taco at lunch. Um, and, and they don't seek care. I mean, I've, sometimes I've heard, you know, patients talk about, you know, they wanted it to be reflux. So it's like a form of denial. You know, they knew something was wrong, but they felt like it was reflux. So they hoped it was reflux. So they, they tried to, you know, go to bed, um, but it wouldn't go away. So they're, you know, their husband or their wife forced them to go to the emergency room and that's how they got seen. It's important to um, be sort of self-aware of our bodies. Nobody knows our bodies better than ourselves. So it's really important to listen to your body. But also denial is a real thing. You know, you, you want to wish it away. You don't want to have a heart attack, so you wish it away. I'm sure this is not heart attack symptom, But the great news, really, truly the great news is that in 2023, there's really good treatments for heart attack. You, I mean, you can have minimal uh, muscle damage, minimal heart damage if you get seen right away. So if there's one message I want people to hear from this podcast is, is that if you feel like something's wrong, please get seen because time is muscle and the life and, and every minute truly counts in a heart attack. So how can you really know uh, that, that your ticker's in trouble? I mean, what are the, like, the big signs that say, man, I, I, need, to, I need to dial 911 now? So, I mean, the, the most important symptom is that chest pressure, that chest heaviness. You know, we call it chest pain, but it's really not pain. 
it's that severe pressure, that severe sort of uh, feeling of like doom and feeling like there's something wrong. If you feel that with, with diaphoresis, the sweating, with radiating down the left arm, if you are short of breath, you you know, that's a really classic sign. You should get seen. You should really get seen. You should call 911. You should go to the emergency room. We're not talking about sharp little chest pains that come and go that last seconds. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about chest pressure, chest heaviness. We're also talking about, you know, significant shortness of breath, significant fatigue, that sort of really significant nausea, not like, oh, I'm just a little nauseous, but like significant nausea. Um, and, and, you know, if you're not sure, that's okay. You're not a doctor. You don't have to be sure. You can go to the urgent care. You can, you know, get seen. The important thing is, is not to be your own doctor. Well, and that, and that is keen. I think a lot of us, as you said, you, you try to self-diagnose and, and like you said, you don't, want it to be a heart attack. You you almost want to wish it away. That's right. You want to wish it away because, I mean, the thing is, is most people who are having a heart attack, they know because this is different than anything they've ever felt before. This is very different than something they felt before. It's it's pretty significant. They feel pain. You know, it's, I, I've had patients who are very stoic um, and they, you know, at, are at home but even those people, they get to a point where they're like, you know what, something's just not right. Like this just does not feel good or right. That's when you need to pull the trigger and go to the emergency room or call 911. I think, you know, oftentimes, you know, people feel they don't want to cry wolf. They don't want to like go to the emergency room. Who wants to go to the emergency room? It's a horrible place uh, to spend, you know, your Saturday or even like any day. But the important thing is, is if you feel like something's wrong, like if you feel that chest pressure, chest tightness, if you feel short of breath, if you feel significant nausea and it gets, it's getting worse, it's not getting any better and it's lasted for greater than 15 minutes, you need to pull the trigger. Now, also, should you, I take it you should pay attention to your own medical history and your family history because there are people who just, who have higher risk for this, right? Absolutely. I mean, people who have family history, you know, we always say family history, but nobody really knows what that means. What that means is somebody in your family, like your, your mom or your dad, had a heart attack before the age of 55, if it was your father, or before the age of 65, if it was your mother. And then, you know, if you had brothers or sisters, or if you had, you know, aunts and uncles who've had uh, disease. Now, grandparents also count. But like, you know, your great uncle twice removed doesn't count. Um, having high cholesterol in the family really doesn't count. What we are talking about when we say family history of premature coronary artery disease is people having heart attacks, people needing stents, people needing bypasses, people having stroke, people dying of sudden cardiac death before the age of 55 if you're a man or before the age of 65 if you're a woman. Yeah, I definitely try to pay attention to the family history. I got some Slovenian blood and I think way too many kielbasis that have been served up over the years. So um, well, <laughs> you definitely um, got to look at that. <laughs> I mean, the other sort of important risk factor is if you're diabetic, if you have high blood pressure, if you've had high cholesterol, I mean, those are you know important risk factors. Obviously, if you're a smoker, that's a bad thing. 
And then, you know, there are patients who've had stents and bypasses before. They may never have had heart attack, but they've had those procedures before. And, you know, those, that's a, an important risk for having recurrent uh, disease or recurrent events. So it's really important to be sort of attuned to our body. Well, that's great advice, uh, Dr. Cho. Uh, so before we kind of wrap things up, is, is there anything that we missed or, or something you'd like to add regarding uh, heart attacks and uh, just overall heart health? I mean, the only thing I want to add is the wonderful thing about heart disease is that 90% is preventable. So heart attacks are preventable. And even if you have the world's worst family history, you can prevent heart disease and heart attacks. And you do that by controlling blood pressure, controlling your cholesterol, um, not smoking, exercising, keeping our weight you know, good in a good range, um, and never smoking, obviously. And so the good news, truly the good news in 2023 is that heart disease is preventable. And the other good news is that even if you have a heart attack, if you get seen early enough, you can save heart muscle, you can lead a normal life, normal expectancy. So I guess the biggest take-home message is be proactive, control your risk factors, and then if you have symptoms, heaven forbid, but if you do have symptoms, get seen early. Dr. Cho, thank you very much. That is, that is great advice. So uh, looking forward to having you back on. Thank you so much. Heart attacks often don't present in dramatic fashion, but mild symptoms don't mean a situation isn't serious. Look for the warning signs shared by Dr. Cho. If you have even an inkling that you're having a heart attack, get checked out immediately. Till next time, be well. Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash HE podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.